You are now listening to the Skin Talk Podcast with Lo and Faith. Two solo estheticians come together for a fun and knowledgeable sit down about skincare and business, all while juggling the life of motherhood and entrepreneurship. Join us every Monday and get ready to learn a little and laugh a lot. We're recording. <laughs> I literally always forget that um, we don't have it. We do have an intro, but we don't but have it's to do not it anymore. Yeah, yeah. So here we are again without the intro. You know what? I'm going to honestly this um, crisp that I'm using for background noise. I hope uh, really works because there's screaming children in the back. Right. I wonder how much it works. No, I really have think you it listened? does. Yeah. You listen to like it feels nothing. Doesn't, wow. Like if I turn it off right now, you would hear crazy toddlers. Wow. That's so cool. That's like, what's it called again? Crisp. Crisp. Oh, it's called Crisp. Mm-hmm. There's another app that I wanted to use for so long, but they didn't have it for Mac. Um, okay. And then somebody, I had looked at this and saw it, but then I figured out how to really use it and it's good. Nice. Yeah. I don't know if it, I don't know if y'all have heard in previous episodes where sometimes our voices will go out or like crackle. And I'm not sure if this application does that that? is doing that so sorry if you hear that yeah because it's not my mixer it's not mine and i know last time i definitely said i don't know if i said on podcast but y'all i need a just like kids need fidget spinners and poppets like so do i because i was fidgeting with um mic my mic the whole time i was like what in the world yeah so what are we talking about today so today i'm super excited because we're starting a series a series that we were excited to start last season before the whole shenanigans and the issues yeah and it's something that was definitely like highly requested from some of my followers i'm sure faith you have followers that want to know too about starting aesthetic school or just not even just aesthetic school but just being an esthetician and what it takes yeah which the foundations of that is aesthetic school because that's where you start and, and yeah. so this will be a four-part series four parts so the series. next four episodes will be dedicated to the ins and out of getting into this industry yeah what to expect getting in starting after right state board we'll have a state yeah. board episode and today it's really just like how to like where do i start and getting into aesthetic school so that's if what we're talking about have the slightest inkling of interest exactly what now exactly what now what do i do where do i go and that's what we're here for today so this will be a fun episode and a really educational episode as well yeah so yeah so where did you start okay that's how actually how did you i think we've talked about this before but what even sparked your interest yes So what sparked my interest in being an esthetician was I was in, I've always been into um, like reporting, blogging, journalism, stuff like that. Social media. Social media. Um, But even pre-social media, it was really like blogging, like written articles. I've actually been published with skincare articles um, and stuff like that. Yeah. I have the magazines at the house. It's pretty cool. Yeah. You should put that in your studio. Huh? You should put that in your studio. Like frame it. studio. I should. That would be nice. Because the other day when I moved and I was going through myself, I was like, I low-key forgot that I have published yeah. magazines where my writing is inside. And of this, was before, this was before you got into aesthetics. I was an esthetician. That's probably why I shouldn't frame them. <laughs> <laughs> Look, we're not going to talk about the content of this article. I was telling people to do. But it Listen, was bringing people aware of their skin. And I remember you talking about that. 
so I was just listening to like kind of a little off skirt um segue, but I was listening to the Dallas Statistician, mm-hmm. her podcast. Yeah. And she was talking about this kind of goes with what we're talking about today, but she was talking about things that she like was learning in aesthetic school and they like literally were starting them off with like DIY skincare in aesthetic school. What? Lemon juice, like really? powders. Yes. In and her I was school? like what school? Name your school, girl. I don't girl. know what school she went to, but that find it out. Good school. Yeah. So she was obviously talking about how, like, you, you really don't learn anything yeah. in school. It's all your education really is self-taught after school and ongoing education. But I was really shocked to hear that she actually, like, a professional school, school was teaching DIY skincare. Wow. That's so interesting. It's crazy. Yeah. And Definitely something didn't... to know. A little side point is that school really prepares you for state board. For state board. That's what it should be doing. But afterwards, you still have so Nothing many questions. Else. Yeah. I mean, it, it gets you the introduction. And, like, honestly, it did help me um, with client um, engagement. Rapport. Yeah. Yeah. Just, like, in-person w- talking to clients. Right, right, right. Like, being by myself and having to take a client. Yeah. Like, that, it helped with yeah. that. It helped, I can definitely see that. It helped your nervousness. Yeah for taking clients because i don't do all schools do half and half i think you have to do i don't know how they do it if it's half and half or what they do but i think all schools do have to have like the practical side where you're practicing on people yeah which is kind of weird to me i wish they would do like more education 70 30 yeah Yeah. not 50 50 because it definitely feels rushed and then it's like oh go make us some money now maybe some do them like that though maybe because maybe some states are like that i don't know but that is how i got started is through blogging and stuff like that and then i was like i want to do more like i want to learn more i think i also was just interested because my skin i had really bad cystic acne so i was like wanting to look for new things and that's really how i got started i was like okay I want to um, make some money doing something that I'm interested in. And I'm interested in this. So what is this? And I was like, oh, Aveda. It was really one of the first like, schools that popped up, especially search? Like, in Charlotte. Was it like a Google search? Yeah, like a Google. School. Like, yeah, something yeah. along those lines. And then I found Aveda. It was really the only one that I looked into. I went there. They accepted financial aid. And I was like, you accept financial aid. You kind of can fit in my schedule. So, boom, I'm in. Yeah. So, the same with me. But, like, I think we would both encourage people to do more research than that. I always, literally, anytime someone asks me about going to school, where I went, yeah. I'm always like, I went to Aveda, had a lot of perks for these reasons, also had some downfalls for these reasons, and my best like advice is just to do your research because there's so many places and yeah. we'll talk about that like we'll go into more detail like the things to look for i don't think i would change it though i think i would still go to aveda but like i know someone who traveled back and forth to atlanta a lot going yeah. to an atlanta school um and they spent half their time there and with the amount of time that i spent in atlanta around that time you could i think it. i probably would have liked to go to atlanta just because they were learning with more things taking more tours yeah. of like different you know places but so. we wouldn't be sitting right here doing this that's so <laughs> true so i don't regret anything i don't regret yeah. anything um yeah no i don't i think the two best perks from aveda was the people we met and state board prep yeah i would say those two things if that's all you 
I mean, if you care about state board prep, the beta might be your choice. Because yeah. I would yeah. not tell you that you're going to find your best friends there. Yeah. We were just lucky. Right. And I would also say that, honestly, like, it depends on the type of person you are. Because I feel like even if I didn't go to Aveda, I would have been fine with state board because I would have low-key done similar things, like, as what, organization? As organization, because I'm just that type of person. But some, but people, some people are need that type. Like my daughter, she yeah. needs that extra hands-on like help when it comes to test prep and stuff. Mm-hmm. If you are that type of person, Aveda is a billion percent for you. Yeah, but also like Aveda also told you what you needed versus I've seen some people come into those state boards with not even the knowledge no that's so like yeah they gave you organization but they also gave you the knowledge that i'm sure some schools were just like figure it out no it's very true so like what you even needed right just the basic things on what you needed to bring that's so crazy it's so crazy to feel like people came in there unprepared and we saw it y'all but we'll talk about more (laughs) preparation later when we actually talk about state board but i think that some other things like to school um like i said one of the reasons financial aid so when you're thinking about school you have to think about like how much is this school a beta is way more expensive than maybe a, if you have a community college that teaches a study and they typically do also financial aid community college yeah oh yeah like a community college you do financial aid but like maybe if you find like a different aesthetic school maybe they don't accept financial aid yeah. but they might be three thousand dollars cheaper but maybe it's still six thousand or five thousand yeah and you're like hey i'm i need to save up for this or whatever so you have to consider like what you need to start school i wouldn't have been able to start without financial aid for sure yeah i was working a part-time yeah <laughs> it was that for me i was working a part-time job and then once we started school it drastically cut the hours yeah and then my situation drastically cut yeah my income so i definitely would not there was don't get me wrong it depends on also like your situation because we had girls in there that didn't have financial aid and were solely paying monthly payments yeah i mean people were also parents paying these payments oh no for sure for sure there's people of all different ages in school um from 18 to 50s a lot of people don't know to get started in this field out of high school yeah which maybe they'll get better at that yeah that Um, was such a dope thing to start not told though like cosmetology is told about yeah like people know about hair school Mm -hmm. people don't know about aesthetics yeah, it's really the same changing way. now, though, like with the popularity of skincare and stuff like that. I feel like it's probably yeah. changing now. Um, But. Yeah, I feel like that's an, another thing, like what you just said with like how your situation changed at work is another thing that like you have to consider is the schedule when yeah. you go to school, because there's some schools where. You're going to school part time, probably 15 hours a week or something. Maybe your program lasts like a year, um, et cetera. And then there's programs like Aveda that me and Faith both went to. And it was um, 30 hours a week. And that's literally mm-hmm. a part time. You're nearing a full time job. Was it every school. other day? We went to school three times a week. Three so it was like every other day it was Tuesday, Thursday, Saturday, I think. Tuesday, yes. Or was it Monday, Wednesday? No, it was Tuesday, Thursday, Tuesday, Saturday. Thursday, Saturday. When we were there, that was the only schedule. Mm-hmm. Then they started implementing two classes yeah. a year. So there was a Tuesday, Thursday, Saturday, and then a Monday, Wednesday, Wednesday. Friday. Yeah. 
yeah. in our days. Typically, I mean, unless you work third shift, you're not going to work. Yeah. Those days. It was literally eight to eight, right? And then we had those breaks yeah. in between. Yeah. Like what? One break? One yeah. Lunch? It was like a one lunch break. Yeah. You had a lunch break. An hour? Yeah. It was like an, an hour. hour you had for lunch. You could leave and go get lunch. And um, I don't know how other schools were, but it, the it was very strict. Yeah. But luckily we were in the downtown area. Yeah. So we had access to a lot more. We had a lot of by. options. We had a, yeah. an, a tremendous amount of options. We were always going places for lunch. I yeah. Like. It sucked because we had that one place next door. That was what? It Rayleigh? Was, but what was it? It was some type of Asian cuisine. Thai food. Thai food. Um, it sucked because I was pregnant and I did not want anything to do with that place. <laughs> I hated the smell. I would walk into a Veda, though, and smell them next door and I would want to vomit every morning. I hate when I have smells like that. This sound, this is really awful. probably would still trigger me. Yeah. Really? <laughs> yeah. There are still some smells that trigger me that were like really bad during pregnancy. Still, I'm like, oh, I hated that. One time I got food poisoning and I thought I was over it and ate a meat lover's pizza. Like this was in high school and I triggered it. I never touched. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I had a place. I had one pizza place that I would not touch when I was pregnant. Why not pizza? And we just ate it the other day and it was really good. Yeah. But I would not touch it. I don't know why I the sound of it disgusted me. Anyways, we <laughs> we did have a lot of options, but they are strict. Very strict management wise. I mean, there are some schools that literally the schedule is like kind of up to you almost. Yeah. Like you need to finish these hours and come in here and there. Veda was not like that. It was it's kind of dated too, because now that it's COVID, I'm pretty sure that I saw online I got this email about some type of legislation. And I think that they have online um school. They did. I knew some girls that were doing some online or at least they were doing like Zoom call. Yeah. Um mm-hmm. and then they had to do the practical in person. Okay. Or whatever. But I don't know what they're doing now. But yeah, so that's another thing to consider is i guess are they doing in person yeah are they online it is very rare to find an aesthetics class online yeah i would think well i just found like literally it's a law that was just passed i would have to look it up i was reading it last night at like three in the morning and in it don't ask (laughs) i I was just up and then i'm you read one email when you wake up in the middle of the night and then you're sucked in up I'm on the Associated Skincare <laughs> Professionals website looking at all these different webinars I want to look at. and Yeah, I can't look at my phone. I was like, Lord have mercy. Why did I do this? I was up from like mm, midnight until three o'clock in the oh, morning no. and then I went back to sleep. But it was a like this new legislation where uh, if you fail the test, you know how you get three chances or whatever? Stay bored. Yeah. Mm-hmm. If you fail the test, now you get maybe... And you have to go back to school. Remember, it used to be like 80 hours. You had to go back to school. Yes. Um, like now that. it's 70. They lowered it by 10 mm-hmm. hours and it can be completed online. Oh, that's nice. Yeah. Through the same schooling or does it like anywhere? I guess they're what? the same schools. Though, I don't know. But that was the new change. Hmm. Just happened recently. But so yeah, they are strict to where it's like, this is your job. 
you're paying to be there but this is your job like if you show up late you're fired like not for real <laughs> literally if you show up late too many times in the job you're fired if you show up too many times to aveda you are kicked out of the program with yeah. no refund so we can talk about that too i don't know if you want to talk about th- this episode or the next one what? just the experience of like the strictness i guess we can talk about the experience in the next episode because i feel like that's okay. like okay now we're in school yeah so like what else should so there were some messed up stories not for sure but what else should people think about when they're going to school then and they're picking a school? Um, what are some things that you think people should think about? I think the biggest thing is commute, availability, yeah, pricing. Yeah. And then if you want to be an overachiever and you know what to ask, yeah. really dig in when you go and take their tours. Yeah. Um, ask because, questions about what products they're using. Yeah. And like, I don't know. It's kind of hard, though, because... The person that gives you your tour is not typically like your teacher. And they're just trying to sell it's an administrative you. person. Yeah. So like they're not I don't know if you're able to like ask to, hey, can I talk to a teacher here? Can I ask some more questions? Because yeah. the administrative's not gonna really know your um what is it called? Just all the answers to those specific questions. Like your agenda to like the things that you learn. What the- is that called? You, know you get it in the about. beginning of school. Yes. It's not the rubric. <laughs> um, <laughs> I can't think of it, but you know what I'm talking about. Well, Just everything. All yeah. Day, you get it right in the beginning of class and it tells you like, okay, we're going to be going over. Somebody's YouTube. like yelling what it is right now. Someone <laughs> is literally saying it right now with thank you for saying it. And also <laughs> what it is. But you know what I'm talking <laughs> about. Whatever your yearly laid out education is yeah something like that yeah you get the you get the gist um but yeah if you talk to somebody like that they can give you a real in and out it's really hard though because when you're first starting this you have no idea of anything like you don't know what to ask no it's so it's hard on that spectrum but like if you can find some stuff to ask ask as much as you can right maybe look at like listen to this podcast and also look at maybe yeah we're probably gonna video probably gonna help you more than yeah that you need to ask and then you can boom like know everything that you need to know so i think um for me definitely the pro looking into products and stuff would be another one um and i mean i really think that that's like it going into school you have to know what you can commit to you have to know what type of program like not what type of program but like faith said like what are you learning in class are you learning different modalities and um different things like chemical peels and hydrogen like what are you learning do you learn about high frequency and microcurrent or are you learning it just made me (laughs) it just made me think about literally how they taught us high frequency it was horrible like can we just talk about that for a second (laughs) okay i also want to like talk about i guess we can kind of this is no shade on like our teachers but our teachers were like a couple years out of school yeah so i don't know what that tells you but not our practice no 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 no. not our but our two teachers upstairs who were teaching us the content book work like the book work teacher our practical teacher was amazing. I wish she was literally for both. Yeah. I don't know how strict she would have been. For she would have been strict. For it sure. would have been annoying. But, but she would have had more education. More. Yes. <laughs> but when I tell you these teachers were like no shade on them, but they were what? Two through maybe three years out of schooling. I don't know. I will say this. They're not that much older than me. 
I don't know no. how long they've been estheticians, but I don't know their age off rip, but I just know that they like, how long have we been in estheticians now? Almost four, four years. years. So it's been four years. I'll be 29. So I was 25, I guess, yeah. 24, 25 going to school. They weren't. They weren't in their in 30s. Their 30s. For sure. Maybe at 30. Holly was. She was. Holly was definitely in her 40s. She'd been doing it for a while. Yeah. For sure. Um, I don't know about 40s. You don't think? No. Really? Maybe. No, Maybe late 30s. I think about my mom. Like, I don't think that my mom looks like she's in her late 50s, but like she is. I don't think Holly was like, looked like she was old, but I just feel like she wasn't in her like 40s. Like she was 50. Something. I think she was definitely past childbearing age. She was past childbearing age. Forties, but I just feel like she was more like forty-eight to fifty-three. Oh, you thought she was up there? Yeah. Oh, so I thought you were talking about she was younger. No. Okay. No, I was saying she's definitely been in the industry for a while. Yeah. I don't know how long. I didn't ask that. Been a while though. I don't know when she started. I don't know. But it always amazes me when I look at estheticians. And it's like, I've been practicing for 14 years. And I'm like, so when did you start? When you were eight? Because it looks like you were my age. <laughs> How have you been an esthetician? We can stretch the truth, but not that far. Have <laughs> you been an esthetician for 15 years? But I feel like that's also like a testament to how seriously we take our skincare yeah. because she probably gets so many different treatments and she looks young. We always round up our year, though. Yeah. Like, I remember going into my first job and they were like, just tell them you've been here. You've been doing this for a year. Like we were fresh out of school. <laughs> they were just like always start and starting. Like you've been. I started this year. Yeah. <laughs> they would. They would like make it a way for you to kind of like stretch the truth. I just say I'm going on. Like yeah, I'm going on four years because I am going on. That's like me being pregnant and just hit my third week and be like, yeah, I'm almost four weeks. Like that's right. that. That's not bad. That's not bad though, because you are almost four weeks. Like I'm almost forty weeks. Like no, you just hit thirty-seven. But yeah, no, they would definitely be like because uh, it helps with just clients feeling comfortable. Yeah. They didn't want their client you don't want to like down on someone's no, table and be like, "How long have you been doing this?" And they're like, "I just started last week." You're like, Shh. "I just passed my state board." <laughs> I'm scared. Yeah, especially with like waxing. No, I excuse me. They did not get permanent makeup. <gasps> How long have you been doing this? <laughs> You're my second client. Yeah, no, for sure. You, the, I'm scared. I'm putting this chemical peel on your face, and I've never done this before. <laughs> right? How long have you been in this position getting microneedling? <laughs> um, I'm coming to get a BBL. How long have you been certified? Right. Um, still getting that in order. I'm in the midst. No, thank you. <laughs> Bye. But yeah. What were we talking about? <laughs> cool. <laughs> the teachers? Yes, we were talking about the teachers. But what was I talking about? I think you were just saying like when we learned in class, like we just weren't necessarily. They're just, oh, I we got on it because I said learn and ask questions like the modalities. What are you learning? Are you learning about microcurrent? Are you learning oh, yeah, okay. frequency and your like, I was talking about high frequency. frequency? Yeah. So we literally there was one day. Yeah. It was the end of the day. Yeah. Like end of the day, we were about to go home. And we were all in the hallway and there was a machine back there. Like this. nobody touched that machine Ever. the entire Ever. time. The only time it was touched was after school. One time. I think I mean for 
10 minutes we lined up and she was like who wants to put this on their face i don't even remember any education on it no just was like come here this does this is good for acne this is good for acne and you put it on there and it takes you she said zap zap Zap. next did she even clean it no no one cleaned i don't believe there was cleaning in between i think we're just putting this probe on our all of our greasy nasty faces acne faces acne bump to acne (laughs) when i tell you this is don't take anything from aesthetic school learn yourself um but yeah frequency probe literally what the only machine we ever used was a steamer yeah no for sure the only machine we ever used for a steamer the only chemical light we ever got was one class he didn't have no ring lights no ring we didn't have no this bothered me even when i worked in a wax center but we did have ring lights downstairs because when we did the um okay okay we had mag lamps okay i thought that's yeah no ring lights you're right I guess, that's, I guess that works. Mag, we did have mag lamps. I don't use mag lamps. I use it sometimes. Like you actually look in it at people's skin? Sometimes. I think my eyes just gotten good enough to see it. I think my eyes also got good enough to see it, but sometimes I look under it. Like, or you want to know when I use it the most is like after extractions or dermaplaning and I show my client and mm-hmm. I'm like, look under the mag lamp and let me point to you at what. Oh, you're showing is. like the gush. Ew. I show them. I because like clients want to see it, and I feel yeah. like they always are like at least my client, my clients would like that, yeah. and so I'll they might be asking like, oh, how much is coming out? And if somebody says that at the end, they'll be like, oh, well, I always save it, and if you want to look, and I'll just have my gloved hands, and I'll be like, look, this came out your face. Let's look at, it. and they're always like, oh my god, this is so cool. They used to ask me a lot more than they do anymore. Like nobody, asked, maybe I just would be like, you want to see? Yeah, I don't ask that anymore, so okay. maybe people don't. If but you people ask, like to see their dermaplaning hair. Yeah. People like that a lot People more than extraction. Anything that I want to show them, to be honest. Anything that I ask if they want to see, then they'll see it. Like if I pulled a Brazilian strip and I was like, you want to see? I don't do that. Like, I don't, but I bet they would be like, yeah. I only do that to people that I'm like cool with yeah. or it's like their first time or something like that. No, for sure. Like, look how much hair came up. Not for but like on a regular client, they're like, I don't want to see that. Or maybe if like if I pull it and like, you know, when you just see like so many roots, it's yes. just like I'm just like. And I might be so in awe that yeah. I'm like a nerd and I'm like, look at this. Yeah. Look at all those Do you things. think like, but imagine though, imagine being somewhere like, imagine being in a doctor's office and then doing like a pap smear or something. And <laughs> you, you want to see what came out? You want to see, you want to see the, what we saw in that pap or smear? Or that's like, like um, imagine Dr. Pimple Popper comes and opens up your cyst. And she's like, you want to see the I was? You might. But what a regular person. A lot of people do, though. <sighs> but I can't do But a lot of people don't, though, too. Like, that's why I low-key don't ask, do you want to see anymore? Unless they showed interest. Or you see their eye peeking. You see when their- they're peeking, when they show some type of interest, I'm like, okay, y'all want to see this just as much as I do. Yeah, like, I can see. Yeah. Oh, I read body language really okay. well. Like you if you're uncomfortable or if you're just nosy. So much and your whole body is like, yeah. <laughs> you turn back and you're looking like head up, cocked to the side. Or if that person makes the like, the most uncomfortable face when you barely touch them. I'm like, all right, no instructions for you today. No, seriously. It literally, I don't think I realize this. Like, I, like, I'm like, are you doing okay? Yeah, I'm doing fine. I'm like, it's not fun. 
I'm torturing you. No, but listen. I don't feel pleased and I want to stop. I asked several times. If you give me the okay and you're like, no, I'm good. No, then I'm going good, in. We're going to continue. I'm getting but... every single pour. Yeah. But um, kind of off topic. We're definitely off topic. Sorry, guys. This is about we're starting school. school and, yeah. Yeah. and like, what you learn versus what you don't learn. But yeah, we literally didn't learn anything machine wise and that doesn't have to like deter you from a school either because you're just gonna you're gonna learn it on your own for sure um, if you're interested and you want to research it and and honestly in our books that we had for school they're so outdated though they're outdated but they still have the basics that yeah. you would still need to know like but i mean you could youtube that you can do a lot but continue education is key for things that you really are interested in so yeah but yeah i feel like that loki is everything about starting when you're interested I, so. I mean if you guys have more questions about literally this first episode which again is just about yeah how to look for your first school and what type of questions to ask yourself in aesthetic school you don't have to have like literally the process is find a school take a tour sign up get your financial aid right start oh i know what we forgot what did we forget? forgot hours did we forget hours we did we, we didn't talk about hours we talked about full-time part-time but we didn't talk about how many hours that oh, it, okay. that it is per state per and state. we can talk about that and then we can be done because it hours is a thing to consider hmm. so in the state of north carolina we have to do 600 total hours yeah um to be a licensed esthetician and then obviously completing state board but you have to complete a total of 300 practical and 300 written um hours yeah in school and i actually have a list of other hours um for the schools maybe a state that you're in maybe a state that you're in and so give me literally one second but while you're finding that yeah like certain schools you can ask certain schools what they teach um because there are things that we did not learn in Nevada because they kind of got away with the we're natural we don't do that yeah so Literally, that was their everything we're natural we yeah don't do micro cop out but <laughs> no seriously though so we paid extra for an all natural we paid well no we paid extra on days for an extra instructor oh, yeah. which literally one of them was one of the teachers no um, kind of aggy i yeah. was low-key disappointed shit listen she was getting her bag yeah i wonder if they took some of that though probably <laughs> but so we paid extra on two separate days to learn chemical peels and microneedling yeah i want to just say do it if you can afford a little extra it wasn't that much 80 dollars, i think was the chemical peel maybe a hundred less than that or maybe 50 i don't know i don't um, remember what it was but i would do it just because we got a little certificate yeah nice to put up in your studio yeah but if you don't care about a piece of paper don't do it because I can't remember. I can't tell you a single thing from that class. Neither could I. I remember it burned my face. And they gave me a little aftercare kit. Yeah. I don't even remember what brand it was. I think it was RCA. I may I be completely know. wrong on that. I have no idea. But yeah. So some class, some schools do teach you microdermabrasion, chemical peels, like in their courses. Right. But Aveda did not. No. But also, like, somebody teaching you in the class is probably going to be a little bit more extensive than our one-day little 
couple hour course 100 percent. so that's also it was crazy. like a half a day it was like half the hour it was maybe like five hour not maybe even more yeah. the thing is is you were credited i think eight hours but the yeah. class only truly was like four and then they just sent you home yeah so that was aggie um but i did find the list of hours okay. so um like i said in north carolina it's 600 and then another state that has 600 is actually colorado okay um we have the highest one on my list right here but i think i've heard of higher maybe but 1000 in georgia i think or is the it highest i've it heard 1000 i think that's the highest I've LA 1000 too or no, that is california. california california is a thousand i think the only thing that you're thinking of higher is cosmetology yeah um because they i think they start at like 12 well okay. or maybe a little lower but ours is 12 thousand um also Wait, no, 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 no. Sorry. Let me backtrack here because I actually have North Carolina, California, New York, and Colorado are 600. Okay. Is that the lowest or is it lower? No, the lowest is Florida. That's right. Which is a Florida disturbing is- amount of hours. <laughs> they have a disturbing amount of hours required at a whopping 260. Honestly, though, for what you need to learn to get out of there, give me 260 hours I and teach it. me straight state board. But. It teaches me straight, straight, well, stay bored. No sanitation, like that, and that's that's all that you are really going to get. So, Maybe. I mean, I, if I you go mean. to a Florida school, you a hundred and ten percent have to do continuing education. If you live in Florida, like you should be an esthetician. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that's so little. That's like what everybody should be like. Not even a month of your time. Maybe a month of your time. Yeah. A month of your time and go make some money. Wow. That's great. Michigan is at 400 and South Carolina is 450. So do you also want to talk about how, well, I don't know if you will know this, but obviously you had to be, if I got licensed in North Carolina, I can't go to Florida and practice aesthetics. Yeah. I guess that's you something to think to... about before and after. Yeah. So if you... I would have went to Georgia to do those hours, mm-hmm. I would have had to, um, you know, be licensed in yeah. Georgia. And after the fact, you can have Georgia send your information. I could have had Georgia send my information in North Carolina. And since I completed 400 more hours, I pretty much have, would have been like grandfathered a license. You still have to redo the state board in each state. Not if I wanted to. Not right now. If I wanted to be a esthetician in Georgia, I looked it like up online. I would just need to like send proof that i've been like working for x amount of years and okay. show that i am a licensed esthetician with completed hours i thought you had to somehow get licensed over there though and i thought that included state board somehow i don't know maybe I some know, states maybe some states but i know not georgia i know if you got licensed here in north carolina and you wanted to go to california and practice you'd have to you would need complete to the extra hours yeah how that works i don't really know I don't but, know what like, schools offer yeah. part hour education. Right. But uh, for that, I would have to work X amount of years and I have that many years under my belt. But would it. Is it or do you have to have like proof of like continuing education hours? But not like working. But isn't it more education hour than um, working hours? It's not. Hmm. I don't know how that works, <laughs> but yeah. Okay. 
Georgia and mm-hmm. I stuff. And I was like, would I be Would it be worth it? Going out there? So you can hold a license in every single state if you want. It that's just a lot of that's, that's a big part. Like if you wanted to be a traveling institution, I guess yeah, you can do it. It would just takes a lot of work. But you have yeah. to know that that if you're in multiple different states or you're moving or that's those are, those are things to consider. Um, you can't hold a dual license, meaning. If you're in North Carolina and you have a cosmetology license, you can't have an esthetician license. Vice versa. I didn't have that. Yeah. So, but if you have a cosmetology license, technically that rules over and you can do the same Same. things. So, if, if you were an esthetician and you wanted to go do hair... You can get your cosmetology license. I would just take over your license. Mm-hmm. You wouldn't no longer have an esthetician license. But if you're already a cosmetology, you don't need an esthetician license. That's interesting. You can do the continued education to learn different things. But it's just like a barber over hairstylist. Barbers trump cosmetologist. Hmm. Barbers can do more than hairstylists can do. You're right. Because they can do like straight edge blades mm-hmm. and stuff like that. And cosmetologists can't. So there's like levels to superiority but i think that's why you can't hold both are you sure because the other day i was in the barber shop and they said the opposite thing they were like mason's actually a cosmetologist so he knows way more than us and he's done more like he's no barber is more hours and more um umbrellaed services or whatever they can Hmm. do more yeah at least that's what Lou. Are you me. sure? Because maybe Lou is wrong. Because mm. barbers cannot technically dye hair. They can't. You haven't been taught. Think about any type of that. Type legally of can, but like. Also, I'm telling you, I've heard from cosmetologists. They don't teach you crap either. No, for sure. So, how much you learn to color and style is also outside of school. I'm about to see how many hours right now, and then I'm we're gonna wrap it up. Sure. This has nothing to do with aesthetics, but no, it doesn't. But it's the beauty industry. Just want, hey, you never know. I'm pretty sure he was just like, I think we were talking about something with state board, and he was like, yeah, barbers on top of cosmetologist. Uh (laughs) Not for me to. What you just looked at the hours? Wait here. Ah, you're right, because it's 1,200 hours to be a cosmetologist in North Carolina. To be a barber, you need uh, 1,528 hours of training, and and you need a 12-month apprenticeship supervised by a licensed barber, and you need to pass the state board. Heck no. I don't care about being a barber. Yeah, it definitely takes time. Huh, but yeah, that's a lot of things to think about, you guys, and to consider, and and you know, think about any questions that you might have until next time. Yeah, where we're going to be talking about what to expect, like while in school. Yeah, then we will be talking about state board, and then the fourth episode will be about what now. What now? What now? Like I graduated state board. Yeah. I'm, I've finished school. What now? Am I going to be working for someone else? Am I going to work for myself? What am I interested in? What services will I provide? Just what now in general? So that'll be exciting. Great four part series. 
And anything else you have to say, Faith? I don't think so. All right, guys. Well, that's that. We'll see you next Monday. See ya. Thanks so much for tuning in to this episode of the Skin Talk Podcast. If you're enjoying the show, please feel free to rate, subscribe, and leave a review wherever you listen to your podcasts. We really appreciate that effort, and we'll catch you in the next episode of the Skin Talk Podcast.